for us at Previa Health, what's most important, you know, to kind of get through red tape and get everybody aligned on making changes is to really involve everybody in the conversation. Welcome to Modern Business Operations, where we talk with leaders about how ops is adapting to our modern world. All righty. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Modern Business Operations. Today, I'm really excited to introduce you to Andrew Gibbons. He is the Vice President of Practice Operations at Privia Health. How is it going, Andrew? How are you today? Hey, Brianna. Doing really well. Glad to hear it. Happy to have you here. Like I said, a couple opening announcements at the top of the call, and then we'll jump into our discussion with Andrew. He's going to be chatting about how to manage operations in archaic industries. As you can tell, Privia Health, healthcare, very archaic industry, lots of red tape. So today we're going to chat about how you can apply some of the practices he applies to the medical industry in your own operations. A couple announcements here. In two weeks, we will be taking the podcast live to Opstars 2022. We'll be doing a live recording. So really looking forward to that. If anyone's going to Dreamforce or Opstars, we highly recommend coming by the San Francisco Mint and listening into that on September 22nd. That's Thursday at 1 p.m. Another really exciting announcement is Modern Business Operations was just ranked the number one podcast in its category on Spotify. So a huge thank you to our loyal listeners and a huge thank you to our new listeners. Make sure to like and subscribe. It's working. We're building an awesome audience and a great community around this podcast. So it's a testament to anyone who's listening in right now. Appreciate it so much. Now I want to get into our speaker and just learn more about you, Andrew. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what you do at Privia Health, what you did before, and a little bit about your background? Sure. So I've been in healthcare for 24 years. I, believe it or not, started in corporate compliance, which I look back and I think uh, it was a great entry point into the industry, but that was in the late 90s when compliance was a buzzword in the industry. Worked my way through human resource management and eventually into practice operations, but always in healthcare and started working with hospitals and mainly hospitals that had employed physicians, so medical groups that were part of their facilities. And then uh, in 2015, learned about the opportunity with Privia Health, a startup that was building medical groups to uh, support physicians and decided to take the leap. And that's been a great journey since. That's awesome. So from HR management, hospitals and not Privia Health. So you've kind of seen different areas of ops, right? You've seen things on the back end. You've seen the HR side of things. So I'm excited to kind of dig in with you today. Just to level set, what does Privia Health do? So we're a company that uh, builds medical groups in markets where there are opportunities to empower physicians uh, by supporting the operations of their practice. And there's lots of things we do behind that, lots of ways that we support them. But I would say primarily what we focus on is helping them make what we call a shift from fee for service. So just getting paid for every visit you do with a patient to really focusing on outcomes and getting reimbursed by insurance companies for the work you do around good outcomes with patients. So thinking about quality making sure that uh, the work we do with patients is really uh, improving their health care 
um, and doing that in a way that is cost effective for the industry. So you're helping people ensure that insurance is covering their medical expenses appropriately on both the hospital side and the patient side? We actually focus our work on physicians. So Mm -hmm. we partner with physicians either who own their own practice or are employed by a health system. We work directly with them and their teams to help them through the use of technology or best practices or additional resources, help them take care of a patient both in and outside of the exam room. Got it. Well, that's really important work. It must be pretty fulfilling. It's very rewarding. Yeah, cool. I want to talk about the medical industry. How archaic are the operations there? What impact does that have on the patients or the physicians? Yeah, you know, healthcare is one of those anomalies because, you know, as an industry, we're both highly innovative. You know, you think about healthcare in the United States, we do a lot of really innovative things to care for patients. But you're right. I mean, there are a lot of aspects of our industry that are archaic, to use your term, you know, mostly on the business end and how patients navigate our industry, you know, whether that be from getting access to their provider, you know, coordination of care between providers, all of the regulation that occurs in insurance company requirements, and especially in the billing end, where I would say probably where we're most infamously archaic is in the way we bill for services. Yeah, I agree. I think anyone listening in can sort of relate to, you know, jumping through hoops for whatever reason in, in when interacting with medicine in general. And so that's why I'm so interested to talk to you. And I also think like it's relatable in SaaS or B2B or B2C in tech because a lot of the time our technology is highly innovative but on the business side, whether it be customer interactions, packaging it effectively with marketing, selling it effectively on the go-to-market side, that can often sort of lag behind the value of the tech itself. I think a lot of startups struggle with that, a lot of people in tech. So super relevant in that area as well. What other industries do you think experience similar issues when it comes to ops, or do they? Every industry has its own challenges, right? You, you just offered an example um, I think one of the interesting, um, unique factors in healthcare specifically is it's the only service where we completely disconnect the consumer from the purchasing of the services. So you think about the vast majority of patients in our country are either given their health insurance by their employer or by the government um, through the form of Medicare and Medicaid. And so they're not making those purchasing decisions, and that's kind of handed to them through an insurance product that they don't oftentimes understand. And then it's this interesting confluence of, you know, being both highly personal, you know, health care is very highly personal, and yet it's something we don't really understand. It requires a great deal of expertise. Um, and then even within the physicians who have the expertise to provide the care that they do, there's lots of variations of expertise within the physician world, you know, so really understanding that, knowing how to navigate it can be a challenge. It can be scary for patients, especially if they're uh, dealing with health concerns. And I think that's just a confluence of things that uh, make healthcare a bit challenging. 
Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And again, I think most people have experienced that. So how do you approach tackling outdated operations? Like how do you get past the red tape and make it really efficient? Well, in the ways that we can. <laughs> so we have lots of regulation and outside uh, forces that pose a challenge. There's lots of ways that we can make improvements. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that drew me to Privia Health was it was a different way to approach how we support physicians in, in the care of their patients. And there's a lot of third party, really innovative third party companies in the, in the healthcare space, especially the healthcare tech space right now, who are trying to figure out that new interesting widget, that new way to kind of manage the industry. For us at Privia Health, what's most important, you know, to kind of get through red tape and get everybody aligned on making changes is to really involve everybody in the conversation. It's easy for healthcare executives to, to stay focused on the business and, and have this mentality or attitude that patient or physician should stay focused on, on delivering care. But it's so important for us to listen to our physicians and what's important to them and what their needs are as they take care of their patients. And I think that really helps us navigate the challenges better because we're listening to the physician. We know what they want. And if it just makes sense, and the delivery of good patient care, then, you know, you can get through through it a little easier. This episode is brought to you by Tonkin. Tonkin is the operating system for business operations, providing businesses with the building blocks to orchestrate any process with no code or change management required. Contact us at Tonkin.com to learn how you can build complex processes fast. And if you're interested in staying up to date on all things business operations, join the Adaptive Ops community at operations.community. So you talk about involving everyone in the convo. How do you make sure everyone is involved in the convo? What process do you follow to make that happen? Well, it's really important that we're in a relationship business for sure. So it's important to get out there. We tell all of our, our teams that can't really be effective in this work unless you spend some time out in a practice with a physician, taking care of their patients, understanding what those challenges are. That's all it comes down to. And so, you know, it's important for us to have those relationships and then make it a priority to talk with their teams, talk with physicians, other care providers, and, you know, even bring others, you know, into the fold. We, we have conversations with insurance companies and relationships with them and, and understanding what their challenges are and what their their needs are. And so bringing all that together, you know, we can create a product that really serves everybody involved for the, the best care of the patient. That's awesome. And I think this applies to all areas, especially when it comes to sort of understanding an operational process is getting out in the field. So anybody can really go and it's just a good reminder to talk to your customer face to face and sort of, especially when it comes to operations, to see how you can make things better for them. Because unless if you don't do that, you're not really going to know. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And we've been challenged with that. Right. These last few years. But I think we're all starting to figure out how to do that, do that again and, and effectively. Yeah. And on that topic, sort of how can other ops professionals learn from these principles and apply them in their own work, regardless of what industry they're in. 
Well, I mean, that's a sound cliche, but I think, you know, it really comes down to understanding what your North Star is, right? What is really vitally important to the business you're in, the industry you're in, your customers, as you said, and just staying really focused on that. And and that sounds really simple and straightforward, but it isn't always. It, It does require a lot of effort and focus and attention on uh, making sure that that everything you do is in the effort of focusing on that North Star. Yeah, I hear you. And it's it's often even a struggle to identify what the North Star is. If you don't know it, then, you know, you need to go back to the drawing board, discover what it is, and then make sure you're reminding yourself to follow it day in and day out. Yeah, in the early years of Privia, we were, you know, our founders and our executive team were figuring out exactly what does this model look like. And it it took a few years to, to really iron it out and make sure we had a service that was helpful to physicians. And, and I think all startups go through that and probably even well-established companies. As things change over time, you know, it's important to, to reevaluate that from time to time. Agreed, yeah. Your company went public last year. You were just kind of talking about Privia. What's that process been like? It's been really exciting for us. I mean, we've got a number of team members and and physicians who have been partnered with us for many years since the early days. And it felt like a real milestone for us that uh, we had we had accomplished quite a bit and we're reaching the point where we were going public. So it was really an exciting time for us, a real a moment of pride. And when exactly did that happen? It's uh, it was uh, about a year and a half ago. OK. And has it been a struggle to kind of scale and get the operations scaling? How's that process been? It's gone really well. I, bet, you know, I would say we were effectively scaling operations for a number of years now. I think one of the challenges for our executive team is we're in a unique position in the industry. We offer a unique service that not a lot of companies, well, there's no company that does exactly uh, what we do and, and offer what we do to physicians we're partnered with. Um, so I think uh, telling that story is always uh, one of the biggest challenges, but it's been really uh, a fun, fun experience. Yeah, I can only imagine, especially being with it kind of from the start, right? What number employee were you? I don't know, actually. I was a couple years in, so I wasn't the very early okay. days, but pretty close. Yeah, I mean, a couple <laughs> years, that's pretty early. What advice do you have for ops professionals looking to move forward in their career or maybe start their own business or go through a you know public company like you just did? I would say probably the, the best piece of advice I would offer is to just continually think about how you can add value. And even if that means, you know, being creative or, or stepping a little outside side the bounds, there's lots of needs out there. I think the folks who are really creative and thoughtful and continue to show how they can add value always have great opportunities. That's a good point. Thank you for sharing that. If people want to get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to do that? I would say probably LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn at Andrew James Gibbons, DC. It's my profile. Awesome. All right. You can find Andrew on LinkedIn. This has been a really interesting conversation. I love the concept of following the North Star. If you don't know what your North Star is, folks, make sure you go figure that out. Get out in the field. 
Go talk to your customers, especially if you're in operations. Don't just leave that up to success, right? Go out there, learn what their problems are, how you can solve them, whether your customers are internal or external, right? And make sure you involve everyone in the conversation. So again, whether they're internal, external customers, make sure that you are chatting with everybody. Get those stakeholders in place. That's how ops is successful. So unless there are any questions for Andrew from the live chat, I can let you go a little bit early and get back to your very busy day. And I appreciate everyone for listening in. Thanks for having me, Brianna. All right. Have a good one. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Modern Business Operations. You can see the show notes and all of the resources mentioned in today's episode at tonkin.com slash mbopod. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe for updates on future episodes. 